0: is dat ons op manier ook in is. Maar die is, is, dat ons in die is. Welcome everybody tuning in, listening to this message. Uh, this morning it is such a privilege to be in your company, but it is actually more wonderful to be in the company of God. God is here and therefore I bless you with the kindness and the goodness and the love of God. Wees geseënd wat die Here is by jou. Die Here sal vir jou oppas en die Here sal altyd by jou wees. Amen. Vanmorgen gaan ons 'n uh, baie besondere Psalm lees. Psalm 62, maar voordat ons hierdie psalm Before we read from Psalm 62, let us pray and ask God's blessings on His word for us this morning. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, to come into your presence and to be with you is a miracle because you are the God of miracles. Your miracles of kindness and goodness sustain us in all circumstances. And therefore, we are open again this morning as your children, as members of your church, to receive your word and we are opening our hearts and minds to receive it. Himmelse Vader, die goedheid en die liefde dra ons, die hou vir ons vast en die seen ons, die gee vir ons een geleentheid om weer uit die woord te lees en om op hierdie wonderlijke manier die stem te kan hoor praat asseblief vanmorgen met ons, waar ook al ons is. Dankie dat hij by ons is. Dankie dat u elkeen wat vanmorgen na hierdie boodskap luister, besonderlik lief het, en dat voor vir elkeen van ons boodskap het. Amen. Psalm 62 vind rust by God Vind rust by God alleen, my siel, want op hom is my hoop gevestigd. Net hy is my rots, my verlosing, my toevlugsoord. Ek sal nie wankel nie. By God le my verlosing, my eer, my sterk rots, my skuilplek, vind ek in God. Vertrouw te alle ty op hom, o volk, Stort jylle hart voor hem uit. God is voor ons een skuilplek. Net een is die mens, onbetrouwbaar is mense, op een skaal weeg hulle bijna niks. Saam is hulle lichter als een asemteeg. Moed op afpersen niet staat maak. Op plunder jylle eidele hoop nie vestig nie. om? As dit toeneem, moet jylle hart nie daarop sit nie. Eén saak het God bevestig, twee, wat ek gehoor het, kracht is by God, by u, my Heere, is daar trouwe liefde, want u self beloon een mens volgens sy dade. Let all that I am Wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O my people, trust in Him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. Common people are as worthless as puff in the wind, and the powerful are not what they appear to be. If you weigh them on the scales, together they are lighter than a breath of air. Don't make your living by extortion or put your hope in stealing and if your wealth increases don't make it the center of your life. God has spoken plainly and I have heard it many times. Power, O God, belongs to you Unfailing love, O oh Lord, is yours. Surely, you repay all people according to what they have done. Here ends our scripture reading and this is God's blessing to you and me this morning. Net by God vind ons is die tema van hierdie Only with God do I find rest. This is the theme of the psalm, and also of our sermon this morning. Hierdie psalm druk een vaste geloof van David uit, terwyl hy in a situasie van groot uitdagingsverkeer. Dit gee aan hom nie net rustige zekerheid midde, binnen in die aanvechtinge van die leven nie, maar dit dien ook as stuk getuienis en a bemoediging vir almal in die geloofsgemeenskap. God is vir almal een veilige vesting, sê David. Daarin kan een mens jou ris vind. This psalm, so beautifully put by David, expresses the firm faith of David while he is experiencing a situation of great challenge. It is not it. It doesn't only give him peace of mind in the center in the midst of all these controversies but it also serves as a testimony and an as an encouragement for him and he conveys that and he shares that with a faith community God is a secure fortress for all he says one can find rest in the presence of God. As ons hierdie psalm weer van nader bekyk, dan moet jy daarop let, dat rechtdeur is dit vir ons voorbeeld van beleidings, dit wat hy glo, dit wat hy sê, dit wat in sy hart lewe, maar ook van bemoediging. Dis een getuienis aan die geloofsgemeenskap, dat hierdie psalm vir ons kracht gee in moeilike tye en dan amper so ongemerk, hier aan die einde van die psalm, gaan die psalm oor tot gebed, waar David dan met God self praat. We notice in this psalm, that it is a wonderful, perfect example, of a confession, as well as an encouragement. And it was a testimony to the faith community. And, slowly but surely, This psalm moves to the last verses and then almost unnoticed it turns into a prayer to God. We find it, actually, if we examine this psalm, it can be divided into three parts. Daar is eindelijk drie gedeeltes binnen hierdie versalem. Die eerste ene is van versie 2 tot 5 wat sê Ek vind net by God my ris en vrede. Hy begin het as een beleidings en dan gaan het oor als een beskuldiging. Hy beskuldig al sy teenstanders en hy sê al jylle skyn heilige pogings. Jylle wil my probeer uitwerk, maar ek sê vir jylle, God is onwankelbaar. David says dat only with God do I find rest. That's the first part of this psalm. We read that from verse 2 to verse 5. And then David starts with a confession about God's unwaveringness, God's protection in all circumstances. And then he switches and and then he turns to an accusation against all his opponents and all their attempts to harm him and to do him bad things against him. Stort je hart voor God uit, is die tweede deel van hierdie besalm. Dit zien ons in verse 6 tot 9. Hij roept die mensen dan op en sê, gee alles wat in jou gedagtes is, waaran jy dink, waar jij jy worstel, stort dit voor die Heere uit. Hy begin weer met de beleidings, en dan gaan hy oor na bemoediging. En hij sê zijn sy geloofsgenote, elke keer kan jylle En moet julle, en is die nieuwe uitnodiging, vertrouw op God. Stort jou hart voor uit. God is vir jou een toevlug. Pour out your heart before God. That is the second part of this song. We read in verses 6 to 9 that, that he starts with this confession that God is a fortress and then he, he carries on And he encouraged his fellow believers to express their trust in God. And he encourages all the people to actually pour out the innermost feelings, concerns that they have, to give that to God, because God is our refuge. This is also the invitation to you and me this morning. What do you and I want to pour out to God? We can do that. God invites us. David, through this psalm, encourages us. En dan, die derde deel van die psalm is, dat hy sê, net God het rechtig alle macht. Alles behoort aan God. Die machteloosheid van die mens word onomwonde beskryf in termen van vergankelijkheid en nietigheid. Hy sê, een is niks, dit weeg niks, dit is nie swaar nie, dit kan wegwaai in een wind. En God het alle mag. en dit staan in contrast met die machteloosheid van mensen. En hij is de enigste een waarop een mens kan vertrouwen. en dit impacteer alles in een gelovigese leven. Daarom vraag ook, en hy sê, waarski ons, oor verskillende goed, onder andere, dat hy sê, moet nie op geweld staat maak nie, en moet nie op reikdom vertrouw nie, moet nooit toelaat, dat hierdie type dinge, na aan jou hart kom nie. Het is net God, wat na by jou hart kan blij en leven. The third part of this psalm is so beautiful, because, there, David expresses that only God really, only He has got the power. And he contrasts the power of God to the powerless of people. We are mortal people. The mortality and the insignificance of people. He describes like we are light, we don't weigh anything. It's only God's power that weighs everything. God is the only one in which we can trust. Notice how David warns us not to rely on things like violence or wealth or any other things. He says and he warns us and he says, keep that away from your heart. Don't draw, draw it into your heart. Don't keep it close to your heart. Only keep God close to you. Die laaste verse gebed formuleer dan nou twee diepwaarhede wat hy vir ons oordra oor God. En dit is dat Godse liefde en Godse rechtvaardigheid sal ons in alle omstandighede dra. In the last verse, the prayer formulates two very important truths about God. In addition to God's power, he says that God's love and God's righteousness stand out as a picture of God that brings rest and reassurance to us all. Ons kan op Godse liefde vertrouw. Dis die uitnodiging en aan u behoort al die liefdestrou. Die Hebreëse woord ges het beteken liefdestrou. Daar die liefde van God wat ons heeltemal omkring, wat ons vas hou. En hy sê dis 'n uitnodiging. Ons kan daarop vertrou. Ons kan op hierdie liefde staan maak. It is possible for us to to trust God's Everlasting love. The word that is used here, Chesed in the Hebrew means God's loving faithfulness. Loving kindness. Isn't that so beautiful? That he says that loving kindness surrounds our lives. It invites us into the point of God's faithfulness. And we can stay there that is the invitation. God loves us. His faithfulness endures forever. Ons kan ook, sê hy, op se rechtvaardigheid staat. Hy sê al hierdie mense, wat, wat so teen om optree en so, God sal laat reg en gerechtigheid laat geskied. Ons kan op sy rechtvaardigheid staat. Sy rechtvaardigheid en sy billigheid word eindik in hierdie psalm aan die einde besun. God het die macht en hy die deernis om in die laaste en die finale instantie alle rechte laat geskied, en daarop kan ek en jy staat maak. We can rely on the righteousness of God. The second part of this verse says that you deal with each one according to his merits. The verse actually focuses more on the fairness and the justice of God and it serves as a reassurance and and, an encouragement when one has been done in by others. God has the power and the compassion to do justice in the last and in the final instance. We can rely on that. Hierdie psalm 62 raak een centrale thema van ons menselijke leven aan. Namelijk, ons geborgenheid te midden van een wereld vol leiding. Te midden van alles wat soos spiraal naar onder beweeg, het onze veilige veilige plek bij God. En daarom kom Jezus dan, als hij ook in Matthias ons uitnooi en sê, kom naar mij toe, kom vind bij mij die geborgenheid, as in I This beautiful psalm touches on the central theme of our human life, namely our need for security. We need to be secure in the midst of a world full of suffering. In this downward spiral of violence of injustice, of restlessness, of illnesses, of COVID-19. God is the safe haven. Because this is also in line with what Jesus invites us when we read in Matthew 11, chapter 11, verse 28 and 29. Come to me, everybody who labors and is carrying heavy burdens i will give you rest die rus van hierdie psalm is nie 'n soort passiewe berusting in die noodlot van 'n ver af god wat niks van ons omgee die psalms se is een in god wat mense in hulle worsteling kom ontmoet ten spuite van die gebrokenheid van hierdie wereld. Die psalm beskryf ook niet een rust als een ontkenning van die lewe, dat ek en jy nou die lewe moet ontvlug en weghardloop loop. Nee, hierdie psalm kom in die middel van alles en kom nooit ons om by God rust te vind. The rest of this psalm, Psalm 62, is anything but a passive kind of resignation or a passive kind of abdication. I abdicate everything. It is actually a a stillness and a reassurance that God is in control and I can rest in God. And I can experience that while I suffer. While I do not have answers, while I try to make sense of this whole world, it is not a withdrawal from life to to try and hide away from God. It is moving towards God to find rest in my struggle, in my difficulties, in my questions. Die psalm geef ons verskye perspectiva op res. I want to share some of the perspectives about rest in God through this psalm. Firstly, it is an acceptance that the world we live in doesn't want us to have peace. The world wants to disturb this rest. Hierdie psalm sê duidelik, Ons moet aanvaard, dit moet ons uitgangspunt wees, dat die hierdie wereld ons ris wil verstoor. Dit het my laat denk aan die bekende boek van M. Scott Peck, wat begin het met die woorde, Life is difficult. Hierdie psalm wil dit sê, die psalm sê, hierdie lewe is boeilik. Ons weet uit eiwe ervaring, dat die lewe vol uitdagings is dat hierdie leven onrustige plek is, nie net op die oppervlakte, nie, maar ook in die diepgang van ons leven. The Road Less Traveled, the famous book by M. Scott Peck, begins with the words, Life is difficult. With that, he says, we will do better if we acknowledge that life is difficult, rather than with the expectation that it will always be just moonshine and roses we know it won't be like that we know that from our own experiences that life is full of challenges we live in a troubled world a world not just troubles on the surface but also the big turmoil in the depths we experience of our hearts Daarom beskryf die psalm in die middelste deel van hierdie psalm, hy beskryf al hierdie stormachtigheid. Hy praat van een wereld vol mense wat ons net uit die pad wil hee. Mense wat jou wil aanval, wil doodmak. Met een vlijmskerptong wil hulle jou uit mekaar uitskeer. The middle part of this psalm describes the turmoil of life and the poet speaks of a world full of people who want you and me out of the way, people who attack us, they want to kill us, especially with their sharp tongues, and they want to tear us apart. Dit is nie nee die wat dit nie. Ek en jy beleef dit ook. Ek weet nie. Waarom jy op hierdie oomlik in jou leven worstel, specifiek nie, maar gesamentlik worstel ons om hierdie pandemie te oorkom. Ons sikkel ook spreekwoordelik met mense wat ons met de dolk in die gezag wil steek. Dan sik hierdie psalm dachten en hy sê hy voel ze een muur wat net sommer wil omval en dis een klipmuur wat net een klein stampie nodig het, en dan, woep, val hy om. En dan is het voorbij. Dis die stormachtigheid, die breekbaarheid van hierdie leven. The psalmers experience this term well. You and I also are victims of people who want to harm us, curse us, try and Do all kinds of injustices against us. I don't know with whom and where you are struggling at the moment. Are you also sighing like the psalmist this morning that you say I feel like a wall who just wants to fall over, a stone wall that is pushed over, just another little push and then it's over? it's okay, because this is human. This is turmoil. This speaks about my fragility, my brokenness, but also your your brokenness and your sensitivity. Vers 10 elf 11 dan dat daar dinge in die leven kom wat by jou hart kom. In this what I and you must hear. What hold us near to our hearts? Is it the rust and the stability and the and the attention of God? Or is it rich tom bedrog or mense wat ons plaag? What do you keep close to your heart this morning? This is the question through this song. The psalmists say, say we allow that the wrong things come close to our hearts. The trust in people's promises and all different types of methods with wealth and deception. Om soe na rus en vervulling en geluk te soep, is a gejaag na wind. Op die beste bring dit net vir ons teleerstelling. Dit bring vir ons ontnichtering, angst, en op sy slechte vernietiging. In dat wordt ons ons hierdie meer wat net wil omval. If we seek rest, fulfillment, and happiness in this way of the world, we, we will find that this is just a, a vexation of spirit. At best, it brings disappointment disillusionment anxiety and in its worst a destruction like a fallen wall so therefore the psalm gives us another perspective and say there is rest in the storm terwyl ek dier die storm gaan sê die is daar ch- rust vir my Die besondere en die verrassende van hierdie psalm is dat die storm door God self omring word. Aan die begin, voor die storm, beleid die er al, net by God kan ek my ris en redding vind. Net hy is my rots en my redding, so ek vast en veilig en sterk kan staan. The special and surprising thing about these verses is that the storm is surrounded by God himself. At the beginning, before the storm even started, the poet already confesses, Only with God do I find my rest. From him comes my salvation. He is my stronghold so that I can stand firm. Die frase, net by God vind ek, bevat een element van stilwoord in luister, van gerichtheid op God. Om in zijn tegenwoordigheid in te komen, te bewust te wees dat Hij in mijn leven in die storm tegenwoordig is. Dis is niet een stilwoord in buig voor die noodloopt niet, maar voor die God wat voor mij redding geeft. Hij is mijn plek van veiligheid. Hij is die machtige helper. Bij hom krijg ik rust. Niet op iets of iemand anders niet. bij home. When we consider the phrase, only with God do I find rest, it contains an element of becoming silent and listening, of focusing on God, on becoming aware of His presence. He is the God with us in Jesus Christ through His Holy Spirit. It is not just silence and bowing down before fate, but it is bowing down before God who is my salvation, my place of safety, my helper. With him we get the rest for which we were created. Only with God can we find inner peace, contentment, and not with anybody or anything else die dichterse eerste beleidnis oor God, wat tot ris kom, kan gesien word as een fase van, hy is nou bezig om te oriënteer. Alles is in orde, ek is geborgen, daar is vreugde by God, God is hierteenwoordig. This is the poet's first stance. He finds his peace and rest in God, and we can we can see it or, or call it a phase of orientation. He orientates himself towards God. Everything is in order. There is security. There is joy in God. And then comes the storm. And as the storm comes, then is daar disorientatie. En alles is die mekaar. This is noe, dis een krisis. En dan na die storm herhaal hy steeds hierdie beleidigings. Net By God vind ek ris. Soe omring God ons in die storms en die onris. When the storm comes, we can see disorientation. This is marked by experiences of crises, of distress, everything falls apart. And then, after the storm, The psalmist psalmist, then also confirms this wonderful, wonderful knowledge and he repeats this confession. Only in God do I find rest. God surrounds him. God surrounds all the storms. God surrounds every unrest that there is als as die beleidnis van Rus niet bij God na die storm herhaal word, is alles, alles toch nou anders. God is samen, met hom, saam met sy kinders, in die midden van die storm. Hy het hulle gedra. En dan komt daar een fase van herorientatie, een nieuwe ontdekking, een nieuwe ontdekking van Godse genade, van Godse gerechtigheid. Dit brengt ons bij Rus In out and tight. If this confession of rest is repeated only with God after the storm, everything is different. God is present. He is present where his children is. He carries them through all the storms. It is his grace and that is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient in all circumstances and it is because he is powerful and he is loving and he is the God of loving kindness. The storm shows us that God has got enduring rest for us. Dit is een ander perspektief van hierdie psalm wat sê, God sy is standhoudend. Dit gaan aan. Dit hou nie op nie. Dit is een lopende water, dit is de stroom van rivier, van ris en vrede, wat nooit eindig Hij is die rots onder ons voeten. Hij is die veilige feesten. Hij is ons toevlugsoor. Ons word in God sy ris ingetrek. The rest in which this psalm begins. A little bit by trembling, but then in the end it prevails and the rest in God remains standing. Therefore Jesus Christ also reminds us of Him remaining standing because He is the God with us. The God in Jesus Christ who holds us up so tightly that we can never fall away from his presence. We are drawn into God's rest forever. Tanne mense wereldwijd beleef vandag bedreiging en ontwrichting. Ook hierin is God ons bron, ons kalmte. Ook hierin is God ons machte En Onthou, liewe broeders en siste, COVID het alles geword, maar alles is nie COVID nie. Die ris wat God gee, geskiet nie buiten die lewe en sy storms nie. Het is in die midde van die storm, sê die besalding. God is in die midde van hierdie COVID-19 krisis. Hy is by Hy is by ons. Many people worldwide are currently experiencing the COVID-19 virus as a threat, a disruption, that demands sacrifice from everyone, and it limits us and distresses us. And therefore, we can say that in the world history, COVID has become everything, But this psalm says, but everything is not covert. God is our source and our strength, our calm, our mighty helper. He has the last say over our lives. He is the one who gives us rest in the midst of all the unrest. God is our salvation. He is our rock. He will remain our rest. And the last invitation through this psalm I want to share with you this morning is the invitation of rest in God together. Om met God saam te ris. Omdat hierdie dichter vanaf vers 9 sy eie mense tot gebed oproep en hulle onderrug, kan ons ook hieruit afleid dat ons gesamentlik mekaar moet versterk en dat ons saam moet ris. Ons is ingeplant in een geloofsgemeenskap en daarom moet ons mekaar opsker om dingen wat nou ten aan ons hart gekom het wat niet bij ons wordt, nie. Ons moet mekaar aanspoor om te sê nie, maak jou los daarvan. Hiervoor het ons elkaar nodig. Kom ons spoor mekaar aan om aantou om ons ris in God te vind. Psalm Psalm in dis Poet also teaches us that we have to be together in the storm he prays for his fellow believers and He invites us also to find rest in God together Wait on him together. He says and listen to him together We have to we are also binded and connected to each other through the love of God. We are given to each other in the sense that we have to encourage each other. We can encourage each other to let go of everything that comes too close to our hearts. And we can encourage each other by saying, leave it, move away from that, because God is in our midst and in Him we can find our rest. Om in stilte op God te wagen, en ris in hom te vind, is dis persoonlik, sê hierdie psalm, maar ook gesamentlik. Ons anker is in God. Hy is ons bron, ons kracht, ons kalmte, ons volharding. In silence, You and I can find rest in him personally and collectively. We are God's children and therefore we find in God our anchor of hope in such a way that he becomes the source of all our strength, of our calmness and our perseverance. It breaks the cycle of unrest upon unrest, upon unrest, so that we can live in peace. Therefore, I want to end by reminding you of the beautiful invitation of Jesus himself. Jesus nooi ons uit as hy sê, kom na my toe, kom na my toe vandag, waar ook al jy is, as jy en uitgeput en oorlaai en bekommerd en voeg wat by. En ek sal vir jou gee. The invitation of Jesus come, it comes to you and me this morning. Through this beautiful words of Jesus himself. And he says, come to me. Come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. May we find the rest and the peace, the calmness and the security in God alone. Amen. Let us pray dankie vir hierdie inspirerende psalm vir morgen. Dankie dat hierdie psalm ons in die middel van u geborgenheid en rus plaas. Ons gee aan die oor en ons ontvang hierdie rus met zekerheid en met hoop. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for the invitation of rest this morning. Thank you for this psalm that we may know that in God alone we can and have peace of mind, security, rest. We take it, we own it, we make it our own this morning as we receive it from your heart. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray this with thanksgiving in our hearts. Amen. Kom ons luister nou na Vlamlied nummer 87, wat Andries so mooi vir ons sing. Maak my nou stil hier. We end by listening to open our eyes, Lord, so that we can become peaceful, and restful and quiet in the presence of God. And now it's my privilege to bless you with the peace and the rest of God. Go in peace and live with the security of God with you. Mag jy Godse vrede ervaar en mag jy altyd sekuriteit, en hoop en standvastigheid in omvind. Amen.